are now tuned into your podcast, podcast radio. radio. I'm not living like I did before. I'm What's going on, guys? My name is Ryan, and I'll be your host for the IIFYP If It Fits Your Podcast Radio. I am extremely excited to be here, but before we start, if there's anyone out there who has no idea what IFYM is or how to calculate their macros, please email us. We're having a lifetime free promotion, IIFYMApparelCoaching at gmail.com. We're back, and today we're talking about... Training to failure. Training to failure. And the cost and the risk of training to failure, whether it is beneficial um, or whether it is not, and it is more costly than uh, any gains that may come from it. So, training to failure: should you or should you not do it? Okay. So, as of now, there is there is no evidence yet to support that any significant um, differences or gains made uh, between training to failure and not. So in, in my mind, and I'd say any logical person's mind, training to failure is very risky in terms of your, your health, uh, injury-wise, especially with you know, free weights and um, you know, squats and bench and things that would absolutely kill you. So um, I don't know. What, what do you think, Michelle? Yeah, so um, there's just too many risks that come with training a failure for me to justify doing it because Mm -hmm. of, yeah, you start to sacrifice form as you're getting closer to failure. And then by doing that, you're putting yourself in a position where you're so much more likely to hurt yourself. Why would you do that if you're not going to actually gain anything from it? And the the big debate is recovery time. And there's really no conclusive evidence to really support anything, um, of, you know, actually absolutely going to failure and not actually being able to come out of that and perform the rest of your sets effectively as you were. Um, so it's, it's, it's just a, you know, what is the cost of training to failure? I'd say if you are going to, and you like to, and you like the feeling, um, and you want to ensure that the muscle has been damaged, I would do it on the last rep of the last set. Um, you know, or, you know, I, I mean, it's basically it. That's what I would recommend. That's what we recommend to clients. It's just, you know, longevity-wise, you want to think uh, adherence. And are you going to be training to failure your entire life, your entire lifting career? I highly doubt it. Um, I, just, I just don't think it's, it's smart. And it's not, um, it's, it's not a good training intelligence. So, Right. Even with adherence within your training session, it's not ideal. Just because how can you really... Um, have the optimal output that you were going to if you are training to failure on every single set. Mm-hmm. It's just not possible. So I, I think in terms of efficiency and effectiveness, it would be um, over time detrimental to your training output in the gym if mm-hmm. you were to be training constantly up, up to failure. Yeah, I'd say overall volume would it just take a hit. There's no way you could perform overall um, progressive volume Mm-hmm. Um, with with failure being part of the regimen every every day every muscle group, it's just mm-hmm. uh, you know this is this is like exclusive of one rep maxes. That's different when you're testing a max, mm-hmm. but we're talking like when you're doing sets, and sets each set and sets of failure, pushing failure. them yeah. to failure. Yeah, that's different. 
Yeah, so hope you guys got some value there, and uh, we'll be back in like five.